0: You're listening to Doolig Unlocked, a podcast production series from the second year journalism students in aid of the Colossia Doolig College of Further Education and Colossia Doolig Post Primary 50th Year's Anniversary Celebrations. Eight short different pods about the education hub that's literally on your doorstep Colossia Doolig College of Further Education, your route to success. Special thanks to Mir FM. Give me one word to describe Mary Hickey.
1: Courageous.
0: Passionate. Caring. I'm going to have to give you three
2: words. She's a force of nature.
0: Yeah, feel like
1: force of nature make you sing like a bird released.
0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Darrow O'Leary, and I am a second year journalism student at Clash de Dulich. In this podcast, I will be talking about the history of Kloch Dudulik and the effect that Principal Mary Hickey has had on the college. When researching for this podcast, I will be honest, it was difficult trying to find information. I decided to go onto Twitter and see if I could find any details. I didn't find much, but I did discover a tweet that showed a person casually having a can of Carlsberg while using a computer. I've always wondered what it's like using Adobe Premiere Pro when drunk. Hmm. So, Klosh Dulig turned 50 last year. Born in September 1969. Same year as Paul Rudd. So, not bad company to be in.
1: Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought?
0: Not me. It opened as a boys' secondary school with 17 classes in the first year. The majority of Kulak was built up in the 1950s and 1960s to relocate families to brand new houses and out of the inner city tenements that were falling apart. I asked Mary Hickey if Kolosh de Dulig has changed much since it first opened. It is not the same place at all. But whose speech back in 1966 led to the opening of Kolosh de Dulig?
2: The then Minister for Education, Dunicom O'Malley declared free education as a right for every person in the state. From the coming year,
0: September 1967, a free education scheme will be introduced whereby the opportunity for a free secondary education will be available to the children of all families in Ireland.
2: And after that, the, there was a massive explosion. In building of vocational schools and community colleges, especially in working class areas, and the working class areas of Dublin at the time would be the Coolock, the Ringsend, not Cool not Ringsend so much, but Coolock, Inchicore, Ballyfermot, Uh and I mean, I remember the early years in Coolock having young kids in class, and they all would be at say on a Saturday or whatever, they were going to see their grannies because the grannies were living in the inner city, there because they were. Families that were transplanted from the inner city into the new housing estates in Coolock. Same happened in Finglas, Ballymun. Okay, but obviously now it's different. Those families have grown up and moved on, and the area is an attraction again.
0: As the years flew by, the Kulak population started to grow older, and as a result, Kalash de Dulik started to offer post leaving cert courses.
2: The first post leaving cert course might have been a uh, Communicate, secretarial, then communications, then outer education. Then I started a science course, and over time, a post leaving cert began to grow and grow, until about in the mid-noughties, uh, an approach was made to the Department of Education to split the college in two, and at that stage, it was split into Colchester Secondary School, which still exists on the site and Colossal College of Further Education.
0: And of course, the college has come a long way since those courses. Next September, we'll see the Social Media Influencer course in full swing. Let's just say, in two years' time, I hope to be the new Rob Lipsit. End up scoring an absolute banger of a try, and when I touched the ball down, I, like, kicked it up in the air, and I go, that is what happens when you take pre-workout before a game! <laughs> I was off my head. The early 2000s saw Kalashtaduluk reach full capacity both in the post-primary school and further education. This led to the birth of the Rohini campus, which was previously Rosary College. The late 2000s then saw the creation of the Kilbarrack campus, which used to be Greendale School, a school where writer Roddy Doyle taught English and geography. Of course, Roddy Doyle is known for writing novels such as The Commitments and The Snapper. Are you Mr. Robin? Yeah. I've come about the ad. What ad? The one on the paper. Huh? Have you got sold, And if so.
2: You have the wrong rabbit! Can I have me paper back?
0: The expansion of Kalash to Dulik doesn't stop there though. For the past few years, the college has been offering level 8 courses in subjects such as journalism, film and television production, and animation.
2: We're lucky in that we had a long relationship with UK universities. And I suppose, again, like many things, um, necessity is the mother of invention. Because uh, while our students were doing uh, very well in our three-year courses and getting H&Ds, uh, obviously they were then able to go to the UK and uh, get a top-up degree but when they introduced univers- uh, fees and substantial fees of like 10,500 sterling in the UK universities we started looking at other alternatives and I would have entered into negotiations with Wolverhampton and you know once you get one degree it's easy to get the second and the third and we're now looking at a design one and it's been good for our students yes
0: now, the voice you've been hearing so far in this podcast is someone with great authority and great leadership. I'm hoping I won't land myself in hot water after this episode, but we'll see what happens. If I do, I would like to leave on a high note. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Mary Hickey.
1: Mary.
2: Run quick, see. What do we have here Hi Mary,
0: um, how long have you been the principal of Dulig?
2: I've been the principal of Dulig for nine years.
0: And were you a teacher beforehand in Kalash Dulik?
2: I was a teacher in Kalash Dulik for many years before that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, I uh, started off as a. My background's a chemistry teacher. And I started off as a science teacher in a second level school when Kalash Dulik was totally a second level school. But obviously, it has evolved and changed over time. Was science your favourite subject in school? Science was my favourite subject in school, and I did chemistry and biology for the Leaving Cert, and maths.
0: And um, did you study here, Clash? Did you go to college here? No.
2: I. you can gather from the accent, I'm originally from the south. Mm. I'm from Cork, and uh, I went to UCC.
0: Why did you move to Dublin?
2: It wasn't by design. Uh, I did my uh, degree. ...and a diploma, a higher diploma in, for, in education. And uh, the first place I got called for interview... ...on the first week in June, after I finished college... ...was with the city of Dublin, uh, V C as was. And I went for the interview because I have no money... ...and I knew my parents would pay for the train to Dublin... ...and if you're from Cork, who doesn't like going to Dublin... And I would have a weekend in Dublin because the interview was on a Friday. So I came up, I did the interview on a Friday. I had a very good weekend in Dublin because I knew some people there. And I returned to Cork. And sometime later that week I got the interview and it was the first week in June. I said, great, I'm 20 years of age. I have a job for September and I can go away for the summer. So I got the job and I went away. And I... uh, Went to the States for the summer walking on a J1 or whatever. So I had a job for September and said it will do for a year. At that stage of my life, I had no intention of spending a lifetime in Dublin. And that led to Klosh to then in the I next I was period. placed in uh, City Dublin ETB. The job was in Klosh and I arrived in in September. New teacher, 20 years of age, full time permanent post. The people who employed me were must have been off the rocker because I didn't have much experience or sense. And you set up the science course here as well. Yeah, it was pioneering and it was great excitement. And that first class I had, a science class, I suppose you always remember your first. Um, I was coordinating a PLC science group. My biggest uh, claim to, have, I think I had about 20 in the group, but about five of them went on to become science teachers. Which is interesting <laughs> because maybe at the time science was seen as being a science teacher rather than, I mean, it subsequently opened up to massive opportunities in the pharmaceutical industry and whatever, yeah. And
0: you worked in the post-primary first, uh, what was that transition like them going to further education?
2: For me it was a gradual transition because obviously while I, I set up a, a PLC science course, I was also a department head for the science department of a secondary school. So at the same time, I was running a PLC science course. I was doing young scientist projects and doing a junior cert and leaving cert and taking leaving cert biology classes and all that and maths classes. Yeah, it was grand. You know, it was a mixture. And I suppose there is, you know, there are pluses to everything because to this day I would meet students that I taught with in secondary school. Because when you meet... When you're a teacher in a secondary school, you well know you've been through the ropes. You know, you meet kids at 13 years of age or 12, and you're with them until they're about 18. So over the years, you develop a very strong uh, relationship with them because you actually see them grow up, and you're a role model, and you have a massive influence in their life. Whereas with PLCs, it's a different type of relationship. Obviously, it's an adult relationship. Uh, You're providing... Uh, you know the discipline doesn't come into it. Like you're not saying the PLC. Let's cut out the talking. Well, we can like, but you know, generally speaking, there's no discipline issues in it. And they're there because they want to be there. Whereas with the younger kids, you have to supply the motivation to learning, and you have to make it exciting. You have to make it exciting for PLCs too, or they don't come in, obviously.
0: Since you've been a teacher here, now you're the principal. Um, have you had any kind of funny stories along the way? Or it been lots of them so cool? I
2: wouldn't tell them to you but <laughs> lots of them yes uh, I suppose one good thing about Colossal Dulich, and I'm talking about second level and further education is the staff have always been great fun and so have the students but there's always been a great camaraderie among the staff and that makes it and even now as a principal, it makes it a lot, lot easier to do my job. That there's a great sense of fun in the staff. And what do the staff have to say about Mary? Mary has such a drive, you know, to to push the college forward, all the time, all the time. Like, I mean the the amount of students that are even here is that's amazing alone. Do you know what I mean? But without that drive and that leadership, you know, um. It just wouldn't be where it is today. And that's really down to her, like, mm. without a shadow of a doubt, you know. And she has great consideration for the area and always, is, always looks out for the underdog and always feels that all kind of learning is open to everybody, not just people who, who want to, people that feel that they can't. She would like to think that they can here.
1: Mary has done a huge amount for this college. Um, She's probably single-handedly responsible for where we are now, I'd have to say, right? She's, um, I'd say in a different life, she would have been a business person, a very successful business person. She is brave, courageous, will take chances, will always have an eye for a new idea um, and we'll go with it um, and if she fails she fails no big deal you just try you try something else so she'll be very very dynamic so we have tried we have introduced all sorts of courses because of mary hickey you know we have we haven't stuck to the tried and tested we've experimented every which way and because we experiment we, um, we're very diverse, and we then we probably recruit more people into our courses because we do that.
0: Now, back over to Mary. And of
1: yeah. talk about the staff as well, um,
0: and teachers have retired in the past couple of years. So you, I remember you mentioning Dara Collins and the likes of Jovan. Does it feel weird that teachers that you've been with for such a long time are like, starting
2: to retire now, with the
0: retiring
2: it does but I mean you know life goes on and I mean the reality of it thanks be to God all the the recent retirees anyway they're all in good health and they're all enjoying life they'll have to cut their cloth now a bit because of uh, they might be able to travel as extensively with this new virus that's about but yeah they're having great lives absolutely great lives and really enjoying it are you looking forward to retirement I am but I can can now work until I'm 70 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, that gives me another 12 years. <laughs>
0: uh, and, uh, one more question, Mary. Um, how does it feel to be the principal of Colosh to-do?
2: It feels like... It feels that you're very... OK, talking very personally, it, it's a place you would be extremely proud of. Not just... The staff, the students... The way people go about their work, the support of the community in Coolock, the support of all the agencies around the area. Yeah, it's a very privileged position. I am in a very, very privileged position. And I get up every morning and I'm doing a job I really enjoy. There is a massive sense of purpose to it. And I work with absolutely fabulous people and I have absolutely fabulous students. You know, and like every day of the dawn, and you know, with graduations and people in festivals and whatever. That we do wonderful work here, and it's appreciated. Sometimes you do wonderful work, not me, but the staff do wonderful work, and nobody appreciates it. But the work that's done here is really appreciated, and I think we're a player, and we add a lot to the community, and we do well.
0: And that is all we have time for. I want to thank Karina Lynch and Ema Farrell for giving up the time to do an interview. I'd also like to thank Mary Hickey. I look forward to seeing you rule Clash the for another decade. Lastly, I want to wish Clash the a late happy birthday. Thank you for the invite to your 50th. I'm already looking forward to celebrating your centennial. Thank you very much for listening and take care. You're listening to Doolig Unlocked, a podcast production series from the second year journalism students in aid of the Colossia Doolig College of Further Education and Colossia Dulig post-primary 50th year's anniversary celebrations. Special thanks to Mere FM.